and welcome to the final episode of The Wellness Exchange. I'm Igrani Yu, and today we're talking about physical wellness. It might be the last thing on your mind to squeeze a workout into your jam-packed life, but as we'll hear, it might be the best thing, not just for you, but for the people around you, too. Did you know that getting at least 150 minutes of moderate physical activity each week can put you at lower risk of heart disease and stroke? It can also lower your blood pressure, strengthen your bones, boost your mood, and make you more effective at everyday activities. I'm joined by Jennifer Neubauer, a Lending Services Administrator at Prospera, and Jeanette Wolf, Site Supervisor for Curtis Health. That is the fitness center at Prospera's corporate office. Let's start the exchange. Jeanette, why don't we start with you? Can you tell us a little bit about the fitness center at corporate office? It's a full-service fitness center, so there's cardio machines, there's weights, there's a squat rack, uh, universal system. We also, Curtis Health does offer personal training if we have enough staff members on to do that. And then there's also group fitness classes that we offer three days a week. And so anyone who works at Prospera has access to the gym? All they need to do is go down to the security desk down at the bottom of the tower elevators and fill out the waiver form. And that's it. They access your card and you can go to the fitness center anytime. Don't have to pay a membership fee. Get to hang out with me a couple days a week. <laughs> Sweat, move your body, have fun, laugh a lot. That's awesome. Um, Jen, how about you? Your day job is in Prospera, but I know physical health is really important to you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that? When I was 21, I was diagnosed with polycystic ovary. So that kind of started my whole journey in a negative concept in the beginning. So I went through a lot of yo-yo dieting, weight gain, weight loss. Then I got pregnant and I got a job as a receptionist at a gym. Was there until I went on mat leave. And I had my daughter and I knew something had to change. I knew that what I was going through and what I was feeling, um, kind of my food guilt, my mental health, everything was just shot. I had really bad postpartum depression and I needed to figure out how I was going to get myself through it. So I started just with a Fitbit at home, 30 minutes a day. And then I lost over 60 pounds, started to heal myself mentally. And then that's when I knew I needed to do this for other people. So I decided I got my um, personal training certification. I have a healthy eating and weight loss certification. Now I have two daughters. So trying to continually be that role model is what keeps me active and interested in fitness because I know how good it is for mental health. If I didn't have it, like I'd be a totally different person for sure. Thank you for sharing that, Jen. Jeanette, have you noticed that with any of the people that you work with, that connection between physical health and other aspects of their health? Oh, 1000%. The people that get the opportunity to come to the fitness center on their lunch break or before or after, because that's usually sort of our busiest time. Um, they're like, I specifically put this in my meeting schedule so that nobody else books this time for me because I need this. I need this break, this mental break in my day to come down and move my body and get those endorphins going or else I'm not a great human to be around. So they like, know the word, word what I, I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need this for myself and my coworkers also need this for me, <laughs> for them as well. If somebody is getting started, so they are not yet on a physical wellness journey, what are some of the steps that they should be thinking about in order to help them get there? One of the hardest things I think people 
have when it comes to physical activity is actually making it a habit. What the advice I would give to people, try to come to the gym three days a week. Let's just do that three days a week for 10 minutes. You're going to do that for the next four weeks, right? And it's just creating the habit of getting there. And then generally you stay there longer than 10 minutes because you got there, right? But after 10 minutes, if you're like, I'm not feeling this, peace out, go home until you get yourself in there. It's not something that happens like that. It does not happen overnight. Um, it, it takes time and give yourself grace with it, like big time. So maybe that's tactic number one. So if somebody's looking to get started, it's actually not even about the workout itself. It's about getting yourself to the gym. That's actually the first step mm-hmm. and building that habit. Talk a little bit about scheduling your workout and why that's important. So true. Like I know, like if you have a dentist appointment, like you're going to go to a dentist appointment. If you have a doctor's appointment, if you have a meeting with your boss, if you have a review, like you're going to do those things, like carving out time for when you're going to put yourself first and you don't cancel on yourself. You wouldn't cancel on your boss. Don't cancel on yourself. Like (laughs) I think that's really, really important. Okay. I can imagine some people saying, well, that's fine. But, you know, I don't like the gym or I don't have 30 minutes. So what would you say to them? So when you're starting off, it's hard to get started. And it it doesn't have to be, oh, I'm going to go lift weights at the gym. Like, go for a walk. Go for a bike ride. Move your body 30 minutes. If you have 10 minutes in the morning, you have 10 minutes in the afternoon, you have 10 minutes at night, that's still 30 minutes of movement. So if you are finding it hard to put into your schedule, break it up into different increments and then stick to those increments. And uh, let's talk a little bit about goals. So let's say we've gotten past that first step. We've built this lovely habit where in the practice of going to the gym, how do we set goals that are attainable and realistic, but also push us out of that comfort zone? What's some guidance there about how to find that sweet spot? Jeanette? It really depends, I guess, on what they are passionate or excited about, but having, having a, having a small goal. And if it's like, oh, I want to be able to keep up with my kids when they run around the playground or there's so many different things and it it doesn't have to be like a fitness related or a race or any of that stuff. It could be just like, I want to actually do the stairs at work and be able to walk up to the 19th floor and not be out of breath when I get to the top. (laughs) So maybe you go up five flights of stairs. You're like, I'm super out of breath. Okay. Well, in, you know, next week we'll try it again. Maybe we'll go six flights of stairs like it's it's just those small things and being terrible at something new and and just trusting yourself to be able to to get past that little first uncomfortable part another component i think can be important for some people is to have an accountability partner or somebody that maybe has a little bit more knowledge if you're just starting out there are those days that you're like oh maybe i don't really feel like working out you know you said we were going to do the three days a week let's let's get it together. And, um, so I think having somebody that can help you along with your accountability can be, can be pretty motivating and and important. When I listen to the two of you talking about it, there's no question that physical wellness is part of your lives. Like it's just who you are and, and how you're living. Um, and I'm, I'm just wondering if we can talk a little bit about that, like what it feels like maybe to have physical wellness, as part of who you are versus maybe before when it was a little bit harder to get started? I know that it's it's super cheesy, but I am probably the happiest I've ever been in my life. But I didn't get there overnight. And I did the little the little work to kind of 
to kind of get there along the way. Like when I look back on it, it makes me very proud of everything that I've been through. And it makes me just want to hug all the people that, that want to get started. And I just want them all to feel this way. Well, and there's, it's backed by science. Your body produces endorphins. Like you, you can't, you can't get away from those when you exercise. <laughs> and to be clear, in, it's science. People. Endorphins make you feel happy. Like literally they are the happy <laughs> yes, brain chemical. Exactly. That's yes. So you, you literally can't even help it. All right. I feel like we could talk all day, but that's all the time that we've got. Thank you so much for making the time to join us, Jen and Jeanette. Uh, It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Thanks again to Jennifer Neubauer and Jeanette Wolf for today's conversation. I really appreciated Jen's story about how physical wellness kickstarted her journey to better mental wellness. It's a good reminder that all of these pillars are connected. And I noticed something. Setting small goals, scheduling time, and showing up consistently... These aren't just ways to foster our physical wellness. They're good strategies for achieving healthy habits that benefit all aspects of our lives. This is the last episode of The Wellness Exchange. It's been a privilege to be on this journey with you as we explored five pillars of wellness, financial, spiritual, workplace, mental, and physical health. My biggest takeaway, that it's okay and necessary to make time to work on yourself. Because when we are well, we can show up better and kinder for ourselves, our families, our colleagues, and our communities. Because Prosperians, you're worth it. And now I want to ask you, what was your biggest takeaway? What are you doing differently to take care of yourself? And how can you be part of keeping these conversations alive? My name is Igrani Yu, and I've been your host on The Wellness Exchange. Thanks for listening. The Wellness Exchange is presented by Prospera Credit Union. Story edits by Igrani Yu. Audio editing and production by The Biz Dojo. 